there are my rotten potatoes and exploding mailboxes. St. Patrick's Day. Mailboxes. Mailboxes. I don't know. Exploding. I assume that's what the IRA would make explode. Oh. Alright, let me let me wheel it back to something less uh, rotten potatoes and shitty low quality bread. This is Trash House Street. I'm Irish Lou Sessa. And I am Irish JBC. Yeah, and neither Arr! are <laughs> driving me nuts. And neither of us are Irish. I'm a part Irish, actually. Are you? Yeah, I Ooh, actually am. I'm no part Irish. Well, yeah. You're a dirty Polak Italian. I'm, I'm, I'm a Italian. Well, I'm part Italian. And you're a Prati, and I'm a Catholic. I so. know. We should start well, fighting. Yeah. Wah! Wow. Uh, trash, <laughs> trash Salstry, what's up? It's Jamie Z and Lou Sessa. We're here to talk about some music. Yeah, but first, what's up? It's been a a couple weeks since I last seen you. Yeah, been um, this is a weird one for me because by my reckoning, the last podcast just went up, even though we recorded it probably the week after ago. the Super Bowl. No, yeah. A lot more than two. Really? Maybe three then. Yeah, well, that they long. all blend together. So it's February we did it, and that's yeah. mid March. It is St. Patty's Day, as we it, said yes. before. Woo. Care about St. Patrick's Day. Cool. Um, so what's new? So we had a bunch of storms. Yes, we did. Did you lose power? I did. I lost power Shit. for about a day and a half. Yeah, I actually knew that, but because I remember texting because yeah. I was gonna be like, "Hey, if you need some place to hang mm-hmm. out, come over." But I know you were over Matthews. So. Yeah, I was gonna sleep in Vic's room. Were you? He is not gonna be. I was like, "You have to sleep outside." Well, he buddy. has his uh, bed now. Oh, he has a big boy bed. Well, it's like a day bed. We didn't. We if we. Not that anyone cares. We just have to rearrange the whole room, so it's missing part. Like he can climb in and out. Ah, mm, it's like nice. a, it's like a little person's bed. Uh, like a midget's bed. Yeah, kind of. Or a right. leprechaun. A very wee leprechaun. So anyway, yeah, we um like most of this part of Pennsylvania lost power. I, you know what? My, how my power went? It went flicker, and that's all it did. Oh, fuck you. But I was supposed to go to a show that night. Mm-hmm. We had a nice nor'easter. One month, I guess it was like two, three weeks ago. It was a couple weeks ago, yeah. So I was supposed to see uh, Madball, Wisdom and Chains, Leeway at the First Unitarian Church. And I was like kind of playing, like playing, for, uh, seeing how it was going to be. I wanted to go, but if the weather was going to be bad, I wasn't going to drive down in the snow and stuff. And, like I've seen all the bands, but it, I always like going to shows. So I see on Facebook that the power went out in the church, like a, a, something blue, and they had to, what's the word I'm looking for? Reschedule? No, they didn't reschedule. They they found um what the Fillmore they, they had, had to change the, the venue. Yeah, they changed. They did a, a venue change at uh, one of the little rooms, I guess. I don't know if it was a downstairs or a different room at the Fillmore. But I, I end up not going because I the roads were atrocious. I was reading stuff people leaving from Country saying they tried to drive down there for an hour and they because of all the trees down on seventy six yeah. that it was just a nightmare getting down there. So I didn't get to see it. So uh, for my part, another uh, time. Yeah. A uh, tree came down and knocked down the line. Ah. Um, Which is funny, because Lou literally lives, what, five miles from me? Yeah. And I had nothing. Well, it was weird. So I was watching all day. I was home. And the power would flicker on and off, and it was as parts of the grid were failing. And I thought I was okay. Then I hear this crash. And I didn't realize later what it was. I heard a crash, and the power went off. It went back on. Then it went off. Then it stayed off till Sunday morning. Ugh, that sucks. At that point, I had bronchitis, so it was a very pleasant couple of weeks for yeah, me. Yeah, that's pleasant. Coughing up a storm, everyone be like, "You don't sound so good." Were you farting while you were coughing? Uh, sometimes. A couple times. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't. You compromise your sphincter control. <laughs> oh, I 
if your name is loose. No, like maybe. tight is a snare drum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a hole in it. It's like you could store uh, <laughs> nothing. Tiny in pens in there, I guess, and yeah. you couldn't get them out. Anyway. Anyway. What else? Uh, we both saw Annihilation. Yeah, Annihilation or um, or live action Pokemon. <laughs> yes, I liked it. Um, it's very. It's not for everybody. It's kind of slow, but I just find it as a complete mind fuck. Where if you invest. And just, like, think about stuff. It's just so fucking weird. Especially, I knew a part would totally creep you out was when it was, like, her clone thing and, like, isn't just, like, mimicking her the whole time. Oh, that was, yeah. That was, I really liked it and I loved the ending. I, you're like, what? I liked it. I don't know if I enjoyed it, if that makes sense. I, I almost want to watch it again just to see the subtleties It's going to be on it. Netflix yeah, at some point. Yeah, it should point. be now. Um, I... I talked to I Jess about it. Yeah. I talk, uh, When the power went out, I went over Jess's, and she had like half power, and I was telling her how I was going to see Annihilation in the morning, or I saw it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she texted me like last week, and she's like, that fucking sucked. She's like, really? she did not enjoy it. She oh. was like, oh, I did not like it. It was really good. You can't really spoil it because the plot is just kind of... Yeah, but I, I really like the... Um, the bear? The bear was one of the most so, horrifying things I've ever seen. Yeah, I liked it. It was good stuff. Yeah. It, it's As I said, not for everybody. It's kind of, it's very out there, and you kind of just have to just be like a, a silent watcher of what's going on, because it's not... You have to kind of take it in. I definitely need to watch it again, now that I sort of know what's happening, what to look for. Yeah. Um, but it, I liked it. I have a couple of theories. I have one specific theory. Um and it's why, spoiler, at the uh, sort of spoiler, I don't know if I talk, at the end when Oscar Isaac is talking with a southern accent, hmm. you know, like when he's on video and he's talking with a southern I accent. I never even noticed that. I did. And that's like a thing that like guys do, like if they're POWs, to indicate they're being coerced. Uh, ah. So I was like, oh, all right. Or there's something afoot. The only thing, uh, the one thing I like that totally was creepy is when she's drinking the water. And as the water comes down, I don't know if you noticed that, it didn't go down like a normal drip because she's changing the DNA of the water in No, the I didn't see that. Watch for oh, that. Oh, watch like, for that. Yeah, I really liked it Because I'm like, why are they like showing that? And you know, normally you take a drink of water and mm-hmm. like it comes down and it just kind of swirls. It does a weird pattern where you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. it's not her. It took me like half the movie to realize that the, the woman in charge was Mira Servino. Was it? Yes. <laughs> It took me with the um, the African American younger lady with a cutter. Yeah, that was a chick from um, Thor. Oh really? No, yeah. I have no idea. Because <laughs> I I always think that she's uh well you I always think that that actress was in Grey's Anatomy. I always mistake mistake her for uh, Doctor Edwards, but it's not. Because no. I was like Mark, I think that one girl was in the one lady was in Grey's Anatomy. He's like, no, she was so and so in Thor. And I was ah. Like, oh. So, whatever that she was called, a reaper or whatever. Oh, in uh, in Annihilation. No, in uh, in Thor. She was Valkyrie. Yes, Valkyrie. Yes. Um, Did you see Avengers: uh, Infinity War? No, I haven't seen it yet. Check it out. <laughs> the other thing I said I was going to watch last time, mm-hmm. and have watched at least half of it is Mute. How was that? It kind of boring. Mm. It turns out it's really hard to have a movie where the main character is silent. Understandable. Um, although Guillermo del Toro just won an Oscar. Yes, yes. Or a whole bunch of Oscars on a movie where two of the characters are silent and one of them fucks a fish. Mm. Spoilers. Oh, I didn't see it yet. Uh, well, I just spoiled oh, it for I'm you. I'm totally pissed. 
<laughs> You're like that dude that ruined Star Trek that tried to ruin Star Trek for me at the comic store. So a big problem in the comic store was these lonely gentlemen would come in and they were just so eager to... I don't know if it's to impress or engage or what. Well, that one dude came in and was like, did you see Star Trek? And I did. And I said, please don't tell me anything. I didn't see it yet. And he was just bursting at the seams and, uh, and just eventually just said something. I can't even remember what he ruined. Yeah, I don't either. And but... I like freaked my, I like just lost my shit on him, even though I saw it. But I was just pissed that this guy just couldn't shut up mm-hmm. for like five minutes. I was like, no, it's ruined. <laughs> oh my God. I just started losing my shit. Throwing Trekkie ears across. Yeah, so yeah, I was a lot more angry than that. <laughs> yeah, though. it was. Um, like the time we were playing Yahtzee in the store and you got pissed off and you threw the cup. I was mad. <laughs> I think I almost hit Matthew. Yeah, that is my brother was coming in. It was great. Um, I miss playing Yahtzee. You should start a Yahtzee league again. <laughs> yeah, we used to play a yacht, lot of Yahtzee. So fun. It's so We'd much probably fun. get it cheap from uh, going out of business Toys R yeah, Us. Yeah, now I, I actually have uh, some Yahtzee, some collector's Yahtzee <laughs> board games. So, anyway, to finish my thoughts on Mute real quick, it's very pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, I think uh, Duncan Jones wanted to make a Blade Runner movie. Yes. And that's that. He didn't want to do Warcraft again? I don't think uh, they're going to pay for him to do Warcraft uh, again. Cool. So, should we talk about some music, I yeah, guess? Yeah, I guess. Super Chunk. What a time to be alive. Super Chunk. Out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Yeah, I didn't realize they were from Chapel Hill. Yeah, and you know, uh, on drums... That Johnny Worcester kid. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think he smokes crack. I don't believe it. What? Nothing. You can snarf beer? <laughs> Almost. Uh, kid just wanted a burrow owl. What the fuck? If you hear like a weird edit, it's because I cough. I cut out a fit of coughing. Yes. I'm all high on... Eight. <laughs> Maybe I got eight last week. I cured. These eight. cough drops keep eight. curing it. It's that reverse transcription. <laughs> Ooh. Got a quiz on Monday. <laughs> anyway, Super Chunk, What a Time to Be Alive, Chapel North Carolina. This is their 11th album? Yes. They're from what, in, in, they formed in 1989, I thought I read? 89, and then like... They've been off and on. Off and on, mm-hmm. but they've been but they've been doing it. Cool. Um, Go on, tell me more. So, it's kind of hard to describe this album. It's mm. a very good, very solid album from a band that was... Had a T-Day in the 90s, for lack of a better word. It's like a, it's like a hamburger. Okay. It's not steak. Mm. But sometimes you don't want steak. You want a hamburger. Here you go. And it can be a really good hamburger. And that's what this album is. It's a really good hamburger. That, that's actually that's very the most good. Uh, apropos description I can get. Is it a, like a vegan burger? Like no. Like a beast burger? I said a good hamburger. Mm, beast burgers are delicious, though. Let me see your beast burger. Oh, I just threw it on the floor. Mm. I don't know what that is, actually. They're good. It's, a, it's the meatiest tasting burger. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, but it's not a meat burger? No, it's not. But you would you would know to a point, but mm-hmm. it's one of the best, I would say. Uh, Go ahead. I Sorry. don't eat that many hamburgers. Well, In real life, these are not metaphor hamburgers. <laughs> these are real hamburgers now. So um, go I have on. not had a hamburger in a while. All right. You made a comment that it sounded sort of like a less good Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Like it, Not all the songs, but a lot. the good songs just kind of had that reminiscent sound. Super Chunk is very much a band where the guitar takes the lead. Yeah. A lot of energy to most of the songs, if not all of the songs. If Rock Band was still a thing, this would be a fun album to play as Rock Band DLC. I can see that, yeah. And it's just good. Like, it seems to be most, if not all, of the songs seem to be about living in Trump's America. I, yeah, I, I think I even read that in a uh, review. Oh, or then good, because I figured it was it out. It was like, the, like um, 
I listened to it on Bandcamp and I was just reading what they said and it was like modern day times and living like most of this was recorded and written before or like after Trump was elected. Yes. And you can see that especially in these songs What a Time to Be Alive. Mm-hmm. It's fairly self-explanatory. And uh, Cloud of Hate which is sort of the punkiest song in the album I thought. Mm-hmm. It has some screaming guitar. Really good. Mm-hmm. Not a lot I liked, uh, my three favorite songs were Lost My Brain, which was which one of the first songs, I think. Yeah. Or maybe the first. Mm-hmm. Cut Me Up and Break the Glass. Break the Glass was my favorite yeah. song. It has a really cool hook. has a really awesome lyric. Everyone is acting normal, but no one's sleeping through the night. There's a glow under the nightstand. It's a sickly kind of light. Mm-hmm. And I believe you read the lyrics of that. It seems to, it's possibly about a nuclear war, but it might be about wildfires. No, I think it is. I wouldn't be surprised with nuclear war. So, I want to say that I still read, of wherever I read it in Bandcamp or on a little article, with the whole nuclear stuff with North yeah. Korea or whatever. So that makes sense. And there's lots of, like, like the trees burning and mm-hmm. they look pretty here, but you can feel it, you know. You got to break the glass instead of going through the door to... Yeah, it was a good song. Which is... I like more of the upbeat songs. Um, I do too. It almost seemed like if it was on vinyl, would it be a double record? It almost seemed a little too long for me. Not the song lengths were fine, but it just seemed like it might have been a better album if it would have been... Oh, there was what, 12 songs on it? Yeah. But there were 12 longer songs, like maybe 10, 11. I just felt like there was, might have been some filler in there, but... My other favorite song... Not that it was song, bad or anything. Yeah. Reagan Youth. Reagan Youth uh, made me laugh because I'm like, are they talking about the band Reagan Youth? I think they're talking about actual, like, Reagan youth, maybe? I don't well, know. there's a band. I, I know. I took it as... They could have been... Well, they are, like, you know, half of them disappeared and half of them... Well, it's kind of like, yeah, with all the political stuff and bands that are putting out all these political messages, which is fine. Like, mm-hmm. the last time you really, really saw a lot of that was obviously during the Reagan administration. And didn't Reagan, in a way, sort of create punk by eh, being a very... Helped it. Helped I mean, it definitely helped, I know, but yeah... Because that's sort of what caught my... Dead Kennedy, ragging you, like all Fancy those, first, yeah. Bunch of the, like hardcore bands. And... There you go, Super Chunk, delicious cheeseburger of an album. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was good. good I, a lot of energy. Not enough for me to buy it, I have to say, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Super Chunk. And that's Super Chunk. Speaking of chunks, moaning. <laughs> oh, Truffle Shuffle? <laughs> truffle Shuffle. Uh, the band Moaning, self-titled, just came out on Sub Pop. It's their debut, and it came out in March of this year. How I describe it, dark wave, synth shoegazing, pretty much in that genre. And they're from L.A. and a trio. At first, I don't even know how I came across this band, <coughs> but I dig a lot of the dark wave, like kind of all that mm. type stuff. The first song on the album is Don't Go, which is a fast, catchy Dark Wave, one of their more energetic uh, songs. I kind of love the echoey, muffy vocals, which kind of is throughout the whole album. And he's very monotone in it. I like the song. Not my favorite song on the album. I thought you were laughing. No. <laughs> You're just breathing. I'm breathing. Cause... <laughs> Tired, uh, dreamy synth. It's like a more synth pop song, and the guitar kind of weaves through the drums with all these fuzzy effects. My favorite song on the album is Artificial. It's kind of this droning drum and bass, and his vocals have like a little more range. They're not monotone as much. The chorus actually reminds me a little bit of Division of the World in some weird way. And it's a, more of an upbeat song. I like it. Does this work for you? This is when they kind of start changing up their sound a little bit into more just kind of noisy indie rock. It kind of has like these grindy guitars throughout the whole song. It has like a post-punk feel to it. But you don't hear the synth as much, which isn't a bad thing. It's 
Useless, another uh, more shoegazing, more kind of rock-esque song. Um, overall, I think it's a really good debut record. I don't know if you listened to it at all. I think I might have listened to the wrong band. <laughs> really? Is there, do you do, do, you do a, is there a band called Fireburn? Yeah. Moaning Fireburn? No. It's oh, called Fireburn. All right. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> I might have listened, I listened to a, an album that I really liked. I'm not sure if it was this album or not. The first three songs I thought were really great. Is there a song called Artificial on this album? I just said. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I said it was my favorite song. Because, yeah, that, yeah, Artificial, that's the one that had like really like weird synthy. Yeah, yeah. So I did listen to the right album. Yeah. So I, I said overall good album. The first three songs had like, well, I think were the best and set like this great pace. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just, I don't want to say it goes downhill from there because there's a few good, really good songs spread without but it kind of doesn't have the oomph as the first it's, three. So I said, good debut record. I'm interested to see how their next re next ne next record would be, or like whatever. Um, I would say people that like like Joy Division, New Order, Cold Cave, Nothing. That that, that kind of dark wave sound would like it. I said, good stuff, just not a home run whatsoever. Maybe a double. It's like they had to put out a full album, so they yeah. I almost felt of, that way. Like they could have just wanted. They had like. Five good songs and they're like, oh shit, we gotta put we gotta put an album out. Yeah. Uh, so you I know. guess you listen to the same. Song. I did listen to it. Yeah. So that was I was perplexed because I had a text from you and it was like, did you do a band called Fireburn this week? Yeah. I said I'm doing moan moaning and Fireburn. Oh, so there's no punctuation when you sent me your text. So I was looking for a band called Moaning Fireburn. <laughs> But I, I did listen to them both. How about that? Oh, that's good. That's good. I figured it out. I thought you would kind of. I thought you would be interested in moaning. I also listened to a third band uh. that you did not review at all that I'll probably do next time. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I liked him a lot. I liked that. I want to go back and listen a little further. Mm -hmm. um, the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, this is really good. But I kind of, as I said, waned interest by the end. Mm -hmm. um, and then I listened to it again, and I was kind of I liked everything. And I listened to it again, I kind of felt the same way. So it's definitely, the first three songs are definitely awesome. The one thing that's weird, I posted a video on my Facebook you, what you expect these kids to look like look nothing like that. They just look like a bunch of jock kids. I saw, yeah, that's the other thing that screwed me up. It totally throws you. You're like, who are these kids? Yeah. Like, they do not look like, you're expecting like black eyeliner and mm -hmm. just like these gothy, like weird tattoo yeah. dudes and they're just like straight laced wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. I did another, a young, exciting band called okay. The Briefers. The Bre I like The Briefers. Or The Breeders as they are sometimes known as. And this is All Nerve. Mm-hmm. Fifth album from the Breeders, first one in ten years. Although they think they had an EP come out at some point. Okay. Uh, between then and now, and we all know the Breeders from Cannonball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you watch MTV, yeah. you know the song Cannonball. Mm -hmm. I know them because well, one, I like the Pixies, and two, I like the Breeders. Yeah. The Breeders, of course, Kim Deal, Kelly Deal, and some other folks. Mm -hmm. And this album is really good. Question. Why is it good, Lou? Because um, I only got to listen to like one real song mm -hmm. and two live songs, and I just can't get the into live songs on like a first listen. If that makes yeah, sense. no, I agree because you need to hear what the song yeah. actually sounds like. Ugh, sorry, I'm having all brain farty tonight. Still getting over being sick. Um, AIDS. It's not AIDS. You can cure AIDS. They tell you with bronchitis, like yeah, can't do a lot for bronchitis. Good luck there, buddy. And then slutty nurse. I had so, you know, we'll keep that. We'll keep that as a part two. <laughs> CD4 cells? CD4 and CD8. Oh, uh, anyway. I'm going to I'm gonna stop now. I'm going to reset for a second. I'm going to go again because I'm having trouble focusing at the moment. Breeders. 
All Nerve. Yes. Fifth album. First one in 10 years. Yeah. Spectacular. Cool. It has that particular breeder sound, which is, you know, sort of a, like, like bass, like low guitar, um, a bit of a tinny drum. If you listen to music in the 90s, you know what the breeder sounds yes. like. It's just really good. It's, um... I like the first song I heard. Nervous, which, which, all right, so the first song opened up with Nervous Mary. No, that's not what I heard. All right. I well, heard something else. Well, I'm talking about Nervous Mary. Then when I get to your Is Nervous song, Mary a slower song? No. Well, when we get there, okay, we'll get yeah. Walking with the Killer, is that the one you're thinking of? No, I don't remember. All right. Then we'll get there. So the thing I like love about Kim Deal mm-hmm. is a lot of times her lyrics sound like she started writing the lyrics the second Steve Albini hit fucking record in the studio. <laughs> This is what Nervous Mary is. It starts out like kind of ballady, then becomes very typical fare. Great song, like very scream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. I think it's about touring. I think a lot of the songs are about touring. Is she still sober? She is. Kelly is the one who was like a heroin addict. Since yeah. she's, and I think she goes Kim was up an and alcoholic, down. too. Yeah, I think Kim was an alcoholic. Okay. Kelly was a heroin addict. I'm sure there's some cross addiction there. I'm sure. And she's at least clean now. Metagoth. Is very much a an almost deliberately cliched dark wave song. Okay. Like a lot of early '80s, we'll say motifs and riffs in there. Cool. It's more interesting than good, but it's a very interesting thing. Howl at the Summit is probably my favorite song. Okay. Had as backup uh, Courtney Barnett and her entire band. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and that's sort of like it's a very anth- there's a very anthemic anthemic finality about it. I did see that on um, kind of YouTube, or, and it, it yeah. confused me when I saw Courtney Barnett. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, here? kind of orchestral. Cool. Not that you could tell, like unless you looked at the credits. Archangel's Thunderbird uh, has a very Who riff. Okay. It's actually an, an Amon Duel cover. Familiar with the, the it's no, uh, no, no. one of the original Krautrock bands. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, really good. It's, it's basically, it's been, it's been shined through a pixie lens, for lack of a better word. Okay. Um, Wait in the Car. That's the one I was talking about. I really like Wait yeah. in the Car. Wait in the Car. Really like. It's the most pixie song on the album. Also has the lyric, meow, meow, meow. Yes. So I was like, this is my favorite song <laughs> yes. because it has to be. Did you see the video? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Skinhead Number 2 is my other favorite. Um, it has this very slow, lumbering bass, almost bluesy. Cool. Really sweet lyric. Uh, Tough Kids Love Sad Songs. Hmm. does not seem to be about skinheads, though. Hmm, interesting. Maybe so, because they're tough kids. Tough kids. And they love sad songs. But they're skinheads, number two. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe they're pooping and they listen to sad songs. I, I was know. pooping a lot earlier today. That's um, good. Good to know. Last October, yeah. in episode 20, the famous episode 20 Brian song, where among other things we talk about our pet sounds experience, oh. I reviewed the, um, I did a review of both the Pixies and the Dinosaur Jr. because they both had yes. albums. This album is better than either of those. <laughs> well, that's good. And not that like those were bad albums, but like you know, for contemporaries, like this Breeders album is I far was, and above. As it's, I said, I the only reason the, ugh, I didn't check Bandcamp is I figured they wouldn't be on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. so I went on YouTube and like look at the way it's set up. Like "Wait in the Car" is the first song, and I was like, "Wow, this is really good." Mm-hmm. And then it was like a live one. Yeah. Another live one launched. Is that even "Walking with the Killer"? But I was just so turned off to the live stuff because it's not like, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I encountered that too. So um, the Japanese import okay. has two covers on it. Janine, which is a Mike Nesmith cover. Okay. And Gate of Steel, hmm. which is a Devo song 
famously covered by uh, the Flaming Lips. Oh, okay. And that's a really cool version. Where did you, did you just stream it or did you buy it? Or? I bought it. Okay, where'd you buy it off of? Somewhere. Amazon. Amazon, okay. No, it, just no, because I was really, I was like, wow, like hearing that waiting in the car just reminded me like of the 90s, like it yeah. was straight breeders so, sounding yeah. good. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed with it. And it's, it's, they sort of changed the material enough to make it new and fresh, but it's familiar enough that if you like the breeders, you're going to like this one a lot. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out on Amazon. And it, that is it. That is good. I learned why Japanese imports always have extra tracks. Why? Japanese imports have tracks because it's illegal to discount CDs in Japan. Mm -hmm. So it's in, it, under normal circumstances, it might be cheaper to import CDs to Japan than sell CDs produced or localized in Japan. Hmm. So Japanese imports... They'd be imports from our view. Yeah. Uh, offer extra material to entice people to buy them. That makes sense. Which is why, yeah, I a lot of times look for a Japanese import because they'll have some good songs. That's cool. Never knew that. Ooh, the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> Subhuman. Oh. The garbage song is it actually was on the Japanese. Oh import. yeah, I think I knew that actually. Eh, yeah. Anyway. Anywho. A very lumbering, bizarre review from me. That's fine. Not moaning fire burn. Yes, Moaning Fireburn, my favorite band. Just Fireburn, which I actually reviewed a while ago, uh, their EP, Don't Stop the Youth. So Fireburn just snuck out on, uh, I think it was Control Cat or Casket Lottery Records. They just put out an EP, a three-song EP called Shine Between Control. They're out of L.A., and then that's their uh, second EP. And I guess they recorded it and put it out in January, but I literally just saw it like a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago. Now before... It, with this band, I don't. I guess you don't because you thought it was Moaning Fireburn. Yeah. When I first reviewed it, I was like, "If you love Bad Brains, you're gonna love this DC." Yes, Harvard I do yet. remember that. Yeah. Well, what I didn't know is Israel Joseph, who sang for Bad Brains after HR, is yeah. the singer of well, Fireburn. That would explain there, a lot. There, yeah. There's Nick Townsend, who's in Knife Knife Fight, and uh, Todd Youth, that was in, that's in Blood Clot, Blood Clot, and also was in Danzig. So it kind of has a bunch of people in it. There's another guy in it. I forget his name, and um, I think what the hell band was he in? I can't remember. So if you like Bad Brains, you like DC Hardcore, you like Youth of the Day kind of youth crew stuff, you will love Fireburn. And I'm supposed to see them in a couple weeks, actually. Oh, nice. They're uh, playing with Kill Your Idols and um, a few other bands. The first song is Shine. Hardcore punk, very Bad Brains. Spreading the PMA, the positive mental attitude. <laughs> nah. I hate. PMA. Hate PMA. Yeah, of course you do. The lyrics that you love is, we're, we're going to have a peaceful revolution, man. Because you got to do that positive stuff. No, I like this song. I'm, it's fun. It's positive, And it's kind of like, hey, we, we don't have to like break shit and kill people. Let's try to just be cool and make a change. Mm -hmm. um, and his voice always just kind of reminds me of HR from uh, Bad Brains. Controller, a little faster, a little harder, a little heavier. More angrier, screen vocals, straight up hardcore song. And the last song, one out of many, I think it's the shortest song right now. Straight up hardcore punk, fast catchy. I really like this band. I am a Bad Brains fan. I'm not a huge Bad Brains fan, but I think they're pretty awesome. I just um, watched part of a documentary on HR called like Finding Joseph, I believe. It's on mm -hmm. um, it's on Amazon. Uh, Mark read the book and told me there's a movie out. So during the Oscars. I watched like 45 minutes of the, the documentary, yeah. which and it was good. So anyway, Fireburn, if you like that style, definitely get on it. They're really, really good. Check them out. Fireburn, Shine Between, Control. And go see them. When they play? April? 
like April 7th or mm-hmm. something like that? 8th? I think April 8th. I think it's a Sunday show at uh, the Unita- or, uh, Union Transfer or something. One of those places. You got anything else? You want to go? Um, I just want to mention briefly, I listened to the new Screaming Females. How is it? Um, it's different. Okay. I like it. I think it's different. I'm going to do something with that at some point. I thought Matthew might. You were going to have yeah, Either to he's going to do it or we're going to do... We might do a special episode on the Screamails together. The Screamails. So, I actually have, um, I get New Noise Magazine. Mm-hmm. They send a Flexi every time in the Flexi Screaming Females. I yeah. haven't listened to it yet. I never got into them. I never listened to them. I don't really have an opinion on them. But I do want to check them out. I actually have another band. All right. Uh, Trail of Lies out of Syracuse, New York. It is their, I believe their second album. And it's called War, W-A-R. Mm. And it was out in February off of Edgewood Records. Trail of Lies is straight edge, more metallic hardcore. I didn't send it your way. I, I got this a couple weeks ago, but it's more like... But the one thing it does, it came with a lyric sheet, and I was actually very impressed oh, with the lyrics. Yeah. The first song, which is one of my favorite songs, is called Run, and it's all about like sexual abuse and like physical abuse and how like victims have like, overcome stuff. It was... You would never know, like, just listening to it, but having the lyric sheet, I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting, and it is a good song. Another song, Next Generation, about unity and unity in the hardcore community. Ultra Dominance, about living the straight-edge lifestyle, and, you know, you shouldn't just be fucking up your life being a booze hound. Mm -hmm. Black Mirror, interesting, good lyrics, um, about social media and just how you're living your fake life and putting all this bullshit on your Facebook account. Master Master of Destiny... More like taking control of your life. Don't be the victim. Just take it by the reins and get on that bitch. Mm-hmm. Sound like Dave Chappelle. And the last song in the album is not another favorite song of mine called Fight for Victory. And it's pretty much like you're destined to do great things in your life. Just fight against the struggles. Just do your best and just keep following your heart and dream. It's a good song and it has a good message and I uh, thoroughly liked it. So yeah, this whole album, very heavy, barked lyrics. Said, thank God for the lyric sheet. Not that uh, I... I got more appreciation for it. Yeah. As I said, the lyrics were insightful, positive, and just hit the hammer on a lot of social problems in the world um, or in the United States. And it was a good album. So if you kind of like that style of hardcore and like a message like that, definitely check it out. Trail of Lies. Mm. War. Water go. Absolutely It's Al Bundy's... I think wedding song. Was it? Something weird like that, yeah. So what else you got to talk about? You want to talk about our topic? Or? We have a topic. Woo! Um, <laughs> what, what? Awful. So the topic was, what album are you anticipating? The most. The most for 2018, or? If it came out already, what was it? Yes. So who did you get? You got anybody good? You want me to go? Not really. I got like, uh, my cousin said I haven't bought new music since... 2008, I had uh, Victor Z is hoping for that new Talking Heads album. Don't have the heart to tell them that they broke up 30 years before he was born. Don't tell him about that. <laughs> he's in the CCR right now. Oh, right? is he really? He's oh. really into down on the corner. He will record each song. Like he has this. Know how he has that phone? Yeah. He'll hit record and he'll sing. He'll sing while Aww. we're singing in the car. Say, That's kind of cute. Yeah. Who do I have? Mark Z gouge away. Mm. They're in the. They just got signed by Deathwish. And also True Love, he put down. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bates, Once Upon a Time, I guess in Shalin. Jake Martinez, Avatar, Avatar Country, which was already out. Wait, Once Upon a Time in Shalin? Yeah. Isn't that Wu-Tang album? 
Is it? I think is that it a is. New Wu Tang coming out? Well, the one, the Martin Scully album that he now lost. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot That's about what that, that is. Yeah. Okay, okay. Which apparently, by the way, wasn't. Well, he should put Wu Tang. I'm like, who's in Shaolin? Yeah, and I also think that like that, that Wu Tang, like someone else actually recorded it or wrote the lyrics. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of weird controversy, but yeah, I believe that's no, what that. No, that totally went over my head. Dave Mooney put Pearl Jam. MS. Boo! All right, go ahead, sorry. The, the great MS, Matt Sessa, yeah. put La Luz. Uh-huh. We had Johnny H, yeah. put Jack White. Got Linda, put War on Women, which I have on my list. Mm. Tom C and Justin P, Pearl Jam. Ugh, no one likes Pearl Jam. Uh, Mike F, Shine Down, attention. Mm-hmm. Karen, Churches, and Nico Case. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw... Um, Neko Case, whatever. No, I saw, mm-hmm. she, I saw she had something coming out. Yeah. And yeah, I think I saw Churches with a V. Mm-hmm. Something coming out. And Chris put The Sword. Someone else put Frank Turner. I forget, but uh, new Frank Turner. Um, Frank Turner's not bad. I like Frank Turner. Tom M. said the new... Uh, Pearl Jam. Tool album. Did he really? No. Oh. But I figured that'd be something he would I always think so Pearl Jam. A, yeah, he would be Pearl Jam. Um, yeah, a couple people, um, they didn't... St- Comment, but when I posted that article about tools like putting an album out, there was a bunch of responses with that mm-hmm. being like, holy shit, wow, that's awesome. This album has been coming out like 20 years. Yeah. But we, we saw Perfect Circle has an album coming out this they have year. A, they have, they have a they have a album coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. It's coming out soon, though. So what do you have, Mr. Sessa? What are you looking for? There's a few. Um, the big one is La Luz. Yes. Very excited for that. I've actually, I've gone on a, a fast... So Ooh. not listening to any old Lose, I refuse to listen to the singles. Uh-huh. Second single's out. It's really good. It's called, I, I think, didn't listen to it yet. Finally in California. A little different. Very good. Very excited for that. But I'm not listening to anything else until I get the album. Nice. I'm kind of interested to see what Speedy Ortiz does with that new album they're coming out with. Yeah, yeah. But the one I'm really anticipating, not because I'm super excited... But because it's a long time coming, the fucking Freeze Pop album. Oh shit! So I supposed to have one out. Well, yeah. Let me see. Well, I um, Freeze Pop had a Kickstarter for this album probably the day they invented the internet, <laughs> and it's a very slow coming. I think they're actually mastering now. I forgot about Freeze so, Pop. So, yeah, about like three years ago, hmm. two or three years ago, they did a Kickstarter. I signed up for it. I'm kind of anxious to see what that is. I'm actually really excited because they might do an instrumental. That'd be cool. Album. So those were the ones I'm really big on. Um, if this were 2019, mm-hmm. I would be very excited for both Garbage and Slater Kinney. Yeah, I forgot that I that Garbage is supposed to, is yeah. working on new material. Well, that's next year, not this year. Are they year. saying 2019? I, I might have assumed that, but I think You might be right. I thought I posted something too, and they said either, I want to say they were they didn't think they get it done in time for this year, or that yeah. they were going to most likely do mm-hmm. next year. Which be interesting. Yeah, so what do you got? Um, one thing I just thought of when I didn't write it down and I've been posting a shitload about it is Lady Tron. Oh, yeah, Lady Tron. Lady Tron, album. I heard their new song with Animals. It's decent. Apparently, last thing, a couple things I read, they want to kind of do around light and magic. They want to kind of go back Ooh, to that style. Yeah. So um, I just bought Pledge Music and I just missed out on test presses. They had, Their test presses for their seven inches were only $35, which is pretty amazing. Mm. But I bought. Um, Limited edition, their first seven inch, one of the, the first single animals. It wasn't really anything special. It might have been on like a different color vinyl. Mm-hmm. 
the second single, the band signing it, and then the album, I have the band signing it. Yeah. Everything together costs like 110 bucks after shipping, which isn't bad. But anyway, I'm, I just totally forgot to put it on my list. A couple that I'm looking forward to, uh, Culture Abuse is supposed to have something mm-hmm. out shortly, and that was one of my top albums, I believe, uh, two years ago. So I'm very interested to see how they follow that up. And I think they're on Epitaph now, so I just am interested to see what it's mm-hmm. going to sound like. They're also playing, um, I'm finally going to get to see them live in a few months. Uh, they're playing with Touche Amore and Turnstile at the TLA, I think it is. Oh. I just bought one ticket. It's like a... Also, Nothing. I'm a big Nothing fan. Yeah. They're supposed to have an album out sometime this year. I'm very interested in that. Jack White. Very soon that's coming out. I'll be... In- I'm not anticipating that one. I'm going to be interesting to listen to it because it's... It's it supposed looks, to be really different, right? Well, I told you I heard one of the songs off, and it was like he's trying to, I don't want to say go back because he never was, but he's very interested in um, hip-hop and punk and kind of wants to do something with that. And the one song I heard, it just sounded like Beastie Boys. Oh, music, really? And like good Beastie Boys. Not that mm-hmm. Beastie Boys were bad. I'm looking forward to that Beach House album. Not yeah. that I'm like, woo! Mm-hmm. Fucking Beach House, man! <laughs> this is going to be so great. I'm going to listen like, to it and take a nappy nap. I can't wait to listen to this to try to fall asleep. I got a whole new blankie. <laughs> yeah. War on Women is one of mine, too. I just did a pre-order on that. Um, I like the first album a lot. I'm very interested on this because I know it's going to be so politically anti-Trump charged. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And I'm always holding out hope. Off with their heads. Finally mm-hmm. starting to write new material. So hopefully either at the end of this year or next year. Then I forget when their last album was out. At least, at least five, mm-hmm. six, seven years ago. Um, but I would say my favorite album, the, what I was really anticipating, was the new American Nightmare, which I did last yeah. last uh, podcast, and still one of my favorite albums. Mm. Is so far out. Like, um, free, like Freedom's Goblin was one I was really excited mm-hmm. when. Oh, yeah, I know you were talking about the Sword too, a little bit. And the Sword, yeah, has an album coming out this year. Not quite an album. And not quite certain, but I'm really hoping that Cult of Luna mm. puts out a Mariner Live on DVD, which is mm. sort of a rumor. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. And I think it's probably a pretty good bet that they're going to. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff coming out that I can't even keep track that, of. That um, Nick Cave is doing a concert movie, mm. or he's already done a concert movie live in Copenhagen. Um, I wonder what Jenks might think. I don't know. We can ask him. Hey, Jenks, what do you think? Greetings, Jenksy here. It's been a while, um, but got asked to come on and do this bit about which is the album I'm most anticipating this year, or if it's already been out. Well, to be honest with you, there's really an awful lot coming out that I'm particularly excited about. Um, Definitely interested to find out what the Nine Inch Nails third EP is going to be like. Uh, to see how it dovetails into not the actual events and add violence. Um, but that's really about it. I mean, I think really the the album I'm probably most waiting for is another Tool album. And Christ knows when that's going to come out because it's been like fucking 12 years already since 10,000 Days. I mean, maybe, maybe that was pretentious. Maybe 10,000 Days is actually the amount of time between the next fucking albums. Um but yeah, that's the one I'm probably most excited about, um, which is kind of funny because, you know, this, the music is so kind of uh, technical and then they have, you know, titles like Stink Fist and Enema and, and shit like that. And, and it just doesn't, 
you know, that sort of stuff just doesn't jive with how good uh, uh, musically they are. Um, but, you know, I mean, I guess uh, Main has kept himself busy in the, in the interim because there's another Perfect Circle album coming out and uh, Money Shot by Pusifer was actually pretty good. Um, but the interesting story about um, Maynard was that uh, I used to work at an ad agency and the guy that owned the agency used to direct these um, web shorts called Bikini Bandits. And then he made a Bikini Bandits movie. And, you know, it had people like Joey Ramone, Jello Biafra, and uh, Maynard was in it. He played Satan with a strap-on dildo. Um, so we had access to, you know, to Maynard um, through work. So when there was a rumor that was swirling around about uh, some of the songs on 10,000 Days were if you added two of the songs together and then overlaid them over another track, which came to the combined equal length, it changed the whole meaning of the song, produced this whole new soundscape. So we sent him an email and we weren't really expecting to get an answer back, but uh, we got an answer back from him and he's like, so yeah, I read about that. I guess tell you what, we're not that fucking smart. I actually disagree. I I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that. So really, that's the one I'm waiting for, the new Tool album. Uh, and if in the interim, um, you know, uh, you know, another Metallica. I wish someone had stopped pinging me. If there's another Metallica album, that's not going to be another nine years between albums, and I know there's going to be another Anthrax one, and God knows what Slayer's going to be doing because this is their final tour. So yeah, so really that's that's kind of it, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm waiting for. So cheers, see you later. He can't say that. No, that crazy Brit. Oh, and this is like liver pudding. Yeah. Yeah, your your zany European view on things is quite perplexing. Yes. Isn't David Bowie supposed to have like five albums? Yeah. Isn't he at that stage of his career where they're just raiding everything he uh, fucking did? Yeah, pretty much. Shit in his corpse. The, the, uh, I think there's a bunch of uh, Record Store Day stuff coming out for him too. Well, they constantly put out his shit. But I did hear he's supposed to come out with like two more albums. Oh, Nine Inch Nails. We were talking about Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails. And I'm sure even uh, Jenks might have mentioned it. You can yeah. cut that out if he didn't. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, they're doing, like, what, a 30p or something? Yeah. Well, he's busy doing, like, uh, soundtracks yeah, to good for him. Good Ken for him. Burns documentaries. Yeah. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think that's it for Music. albums of 2018. I mean, they always pop up and they always surprise me. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of the other thing. So uh, I've been doing that 10 albums for 10 days. Yes. Which, uh, you're supposed to tag someone, and I was going to tag you well, the I last day, it on my but own you already did it on your own because I thought you would like something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's been fun. I don't like to really play those games. Uh, my yeah. friend Bill actually tagged me, mm -hmm. so uh, I decided to go with it. Oh. So, it's been fun. You want to wait till you get all 10, talk about it next time? No, I can talk about it now. Um, the first one I put was Beastie Boys Paul's Boutique. Yes. Which is my favorite Beastie Boys album. I think I just like one. I don't know why I put it on there, but it's one of those albums that I like to listen to a lot, and I think it's. It's my favorite Beastie Boys yeah. album. Yeah. I don't far. know if it's my top 10, but it's a very. I, I would play mm -hmm. it a lot throughout the year, so that's kind of why I added it. What else did I put on? I know I'd put on Blondie Parallel Lines. Uh, Rancid. Rancid, self titled. That was today. Leftover Crack. Uh, or, sorry, Choking Victim. No Gods, No Managers. Pink Floyd, The Wall. Oh, all right. So that are my five right now, and I have five other ones. I got three so far, and I got a fourth going up today. So, mm. so low by David B. 
Boogie. Boogie. Elephant Riders by Clutch. Mm-hmm. And The Idiot, Iggy Pop. And today... Today's gonna drum be... Drum roll. <laughs> big Lizard in My Backyard. Ah! Dead Milkman. Big Lizard in My okay. Backyard. Which, honestly, like... Probably first real introduction to punk. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think of that because my brother got me into that one. Until, like my brother was a huge Dead Milkman. Like fan. like locally, that was such a big like everyone yeah. like, used to pass like a set around. Bitch and Camaro. Bitch and Camaro. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of un PC. I there. don't know. Such a great. That, no, that's a great. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. Album. I forgot about it. Because I think my last swipe, I was going to have version 2.0, I was going to be on there. Yeah, it's going to be a mod. Um, I think um. Off With Their Heads Hospitals is going to be mm-hmm. in there. Those two, definitely. I almost was going to... These are ones I've been rattling around. Like, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction was such a big album for me. Yeah. It was so good. Tori Amos, Silent All These Years, such a great album for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of shit. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. But definitely a Garbage and Off With Their Heads will be Yeah, it'll be there. a Garbage... Uh, Sonic Youth, which I already know which one I'm doing. Yeah. Don't want to put another Bowie album up there, but there's one that just might have to go up there. Because arguably I already did two, if you count the idiot. Yeah. Well, I try to think of stuff that just kind of changed me. Well, that's what I'm trying to do, yeah. So that's why I said, like, Paul's Boutique might not deserve to be up there, because it never changed me, but it's one of those great albums that kind of transcends all time. I almost want to put Nirvana Nevermind, to because uh, Victor's been really into Kurt Cobain, so he wants to oh, be listening really? to Nirvana. So I've been listening to a lot of Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And other than Come As You Are, I think Come As You Are is probably the worst song yeah. by Nirvana uh, off that album. But that whole album, it's just stacked yeah, that start was a, to finish. It is amazing. I remember album. it was like five in the morning I was up, and it was the first time they played Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Or they, they replayed it from probably 120 minutes. Yeah. And I was like... Those cheerleaders have anarchy signs on their That's boobies. crazy. And it's still amazing out. Like, I, I'm back on, like, a Nirvana kick. Like, I want to put more Nirvana on there. Because we went up to the outlets, and mm-hmm. we Victor wanted to go on the Hot Topic. Because he wanted, he likes the Funko Pop, Pop thing. So he got yeah. a Bugs Bunny. And I was like, oh, cool, Kurt Cobain. He's like, I want Kurt Cobain. Yeah. I was like, well, you don't even know who Kurt Cobain is. I want Kurt Cobain. Let's buy one, get one free. So we got uh-huh. a Kurt Cobain. So he's like, play me Kurt Cobain. So we've been listening Aww. to a lot of Nirvana. He's got a good... Uh, palette for music yeah you've, you've brainwashed him uh, <laughs> really quick but before we end this lovely session yeah we're getting close so yesterday i went to jersey yeah and jersey by the way everyone in jersey acts like they're fucking from new jersey they can't help themselves well, that's new Jersey. Well, horrible people where in jersey basically princeton okay so you were in jersey yeah but on the way back as i was going through one of the 85 fucking toll plazas um i pull up and the toll, the woman is asleep, like dead asleep. So I'm like, miss, miss, miss. And I was about to like drive through and she woke up sort of because this woman was so on the fucking nod. Was she on drugs or was she? Yeah, she was on, she was like, she was strung out or she's one of those really deep sleepers who takes a long time to wake up. But no, this woman, like she could have been dead. And I was like, oh. I thought you were going into a Carlin skit there from like. No, I'm, I, yeah, like. The toll take. I can't even think of a Carlin. Uh, that was one of my favorite Carlin stand ups. Well, whatever it was in New Jersey, and he's talking about going through a toll booth, and he's like, "Tell him you spent all your money on pussy and on in beer. Even better if you're a woman." Like, uh, yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. No, this is serious. It was weird, <laughs> and I should have. I was like, I just want to go home. Yeah. So that was a bunch of his story. 
Yeah. Record store day coming up. Uh, Ford. Ford 21, man. Yeah. I forget. There was a couple things I was looking forward to, but nothing, nothing major. I gotta look at the list again. There's a bunch of Bowie stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to get you anything. Mm, we'll see. I don't know. It's I know you're a vinyl non-dork. I kind of like... I'm such a vinyl dork. I I mean... It, Not it's, as much as my husband, but... Yeah. I almost like it. Like, it's just... If I wasn't so lazy... Like, I was listening to... Um, like, during the power outages where my brother is in... Mm-hmm. And I was listening to some stuff on vinyl. Uh, specifically, an uh, album called The Sweet Sound. Mm. Do you know Giant Dog? No. Uh, well, it's like a... It's a, a giant dog with more people. Okay. A giant dog's really good. That's cool. But anyway... But I'm like, yeah, I can get into this. But then it's like, you gotta get up and you gotta. As put I'm it looking on. around Lou's place, and there's just stacks upon stacks of graphic novels and role playing good books. Role playing books. And there's a lot of like toys. Eh, there's not. You don't. You're not that bad with toys. Yeah, most of them are in boxes. I have a lot of Funko Pops. Yeah, I stopped collecting toys. Yeah. Although the Funko Pop stuff is kind of neat. If Victor wants to collect it, I'm cool with that. Mm. The Kurt Cobain is pretty cool. I'll tell you yeah, that's all kids He wanted to bring it in for show and tell, and I was like, eh, yeah. why don't you bring in a picture of us making a snowman? Aw. That's, that's exactly did. the same thing. And then, like, in the background, Mark has his luchador mask on. Yeah, I did see that one. <laughs> yeah, that nice. so I'm sure it looked kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Yep, about it. Might snow again Tuesday. I know. I start. I had spring break this week. Yeah, me too. And then I didn't have school before spring break because of the storm. We had we didn't have class on Wednesday, mm-hmm. but you never not have class anymore because of the internet. So we had all like our um, oh. our lectures online and mm-hmm. stuff. So, but yeah, this class has been killing me, man. It's yeah. it's interesting. It's good, but um, rough. It's rough to a point. Like I, he's a very good teacher, and he makes you think. But um, at the same time, I don't like losing my, my A average or yeah. making you think. But it, it, he's doing enough to challenge me to do better. But That's good. Yeah, he's a good teacher. I like him. Mm, cool. Not that anyone gives a shit. I'm sure your teacher does. He does, since he's an avid listener. He's like, all right, new trash out street. Woo! Not as good as it used to be. <laughs> all right, folks, I think that's it. I think that's it, too. We'll wrap it up. Find the usual places. Yep. Trash South Street on Facebook. We have no one goes on our um, web page. Maybe they do. I don't. Some know. people listen to it off the web page. Probably easier. I think a lot of people download it off RSS. Yeah, but yeah, it, as I said, it always helps if you tell a friend. Yeah. Or review us and rate us because that actually helps us. Yes. And so get off your butts and do something. Anyway, folks. Take care. Have a good couple of weeks. And enjoy your St. Patty's Day. Lou's going to be getting down. He's got like his green hat on, green be, sunglasses, his be, beads. I'll be in bed in 45 He's minutes. got his shamrock boxers yeah, on. Yeah, I do. I dress like... And he's uh, got little pasty shamrock I look like the Notre Dame nip, mascot. Nips. Yes. All right, everyone. Bye.